Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Catherine, welcome to the Pod Lab. Glad to be here. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. We are talking today about preppers. Mm-hmm. It's you hard. heard it right. It's hard it's to say preppers. without making no. that P sound right into this microphone, you oh. know? Yeah. We should have put on the P popper. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about preppers today, and some of our audience, I'm sure, have heard of this. Others, maybe not. We're going to get into all of it. We're going to talk about what it is, why you should do it, how much of it you should do, <laughs> ways to prep. Um, I'm going to give a top 10 list from FEMA of what everybody should have like in a to-go bag. They call them bug out bags. Yeah, that's what um, Maureen, uh, Tristan's mom. Yeah, she has that. I thought maybe she did a, you know, uh, spelled wrong or something. And that it was a typo. Yeah. But then I I learned, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a common phrase in in that world. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like to call it a to-go bag because bugging out sounds like, oh, no, (laughs) we're never going to come back. It might have (laughs) negative connotations. (laughs) It kind of does. Uh, we're also going to give our perspective on prepping and what we think of it, which that's why we started this podcast, because we wanted to give our thoughts, right? That's true. Yeah. Uh, we have scripture at the end. Stay tuned, please, friends. Don't give up on us if we get a little <laughs> off track. We'll always come back. The choo-choo train comes into the station eventually. Yeah. And as always, we have a call to action. We always like to, this is our structure, right? We give some bonuses some benefits. We give some scripture and a call to action. Yeah, it helps us stay in line. It does. And we also have sponsors. Catherine, who are our sponsors? Well, let's see if I could get them all. Oh, you're going to name them? Well, when you said who are our sponsors, I thought that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Okay, well, we have our husbands, Kenny and Ron, and we have Karin and Dar, Joan, and um, Colleen, and (laughs) I know I'm going to get them all. Oh, my gosh. Um, Katie? Katie. Yes, Katie. Ursula. Ursula. You Now you go, because you got the list in front of you. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, if you're brand new to us, these are our friends and family who support us with $5 a month. And we're waiting for that very first stranger that we've never met to support us. Come so on if, now. Yeah, you've been teetering. I know you're like, I love these girls. They're so funny. They make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Well, the, these people are like our cousins or they went to school with us or they go to church with us or we worked with them or whatever. So we've got Katie, Colleen, Ursula, Nancy, Kenny, Karen, Janine, Muffin, that's my husband, Darlene, Courtney, and Joan. And then we also have three that just give us a check. Yeah. Because they don't want to mess with the um, every month thing. Mm -hmm. So they just send us a check. Yeah. So Carla, Linda, and Gail. That's right. Thank you to all of our sponsors that give us $5 a month. We appreciate that. We're saving up that money to get some new microphones and to also give ourselves like some tech courses or something (laughs) so that we can do a better job. Yeah. All right. Uh, Wrong website. There we go. Now, let's dive in to our topic about preppers. Yeah. Wasn't this your idea to do preppers? Was it mine? It wasn't. Well, it wasn't mine. Well, then it had to be mine. There's only two of us in here, I know. That's why I'm saying, well, (laughs) it wasn't mine. (laughs) Well, what is it? Well, it's a matter of survival ship. If something goes down, it's preparing for a major outage or crisis or something like that. And so I don't know how 
uh, the word preppers came to be, but um, it's kind of self-explanatory when you think about prepping. You're going to yeah. prepare right. for some sort of devastation, most likely a, a grid um, blackout attack. attack, right? Terrorist attack. You whatever. know, if and if you're as old as we are, we're in our 50s. I am 57. How old are you? I always forget. 54. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you remember when everything turned like to the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you do any prepping for that? Zero. <laughs> no. <laughs> did you know anybody who was prepping for no, it? I did not. Well, I did know some people from my church who were prepping, and mm-hmm. I was pretty good friends with them. Mm-hmm. And they were stashing like spaghetti sauce and noodles and stuff in their basement, and they had enough for a lot of mm. people for a long time. I'm like, we're good. I know them. Yeah. <laughs> I always just go over there. But I did stock up on two items that I thought, oh, no, I can't do without. Coffee? And for sure. Mm. 100% coffee and tampons. <laughs> oh, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah, I don't need those anymore. But... I was like, no way am I going to not have that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Should have had condoms, but I, I didn't. Coffee. <laughs> wine. <laughs> Less forever in a cellar. <laughs> right. I don't have a cellar, though. Okay. Well, okay. So we defined what it is. Now, why why should we do it? Why should we do any kind of prepping at all? Because I am not prepped. Okay. I am not. Are well, you? No, you're not either. No, I am not. I don't have room, first of all. To store anything. Okay, so so talk to the person who's not prepped, has no room to prep, and has no desire to prep. Why should... I I will say this. Why should we prep? We're vulnerable. The United States is highly dependent on electricity. And if our electricity goes down, we won't... um, We'll have trouble with transportation. Transportation provides our inventory on our shelves. And if the shelves are empty and people panic... Like uh, during the pandemic, we are going to be short all kinds of things, you know, in that way. And then also, um, you know, our communication things are powered by electricity. Our even just to turn on the water, I think in some cases uh, you need, I don't know, the electricity. If it goes down, you're going to have water problems as well. You're going to have problems with your sewer and septic possibly. You're not going to be able to cook. So there's a lot of reasons why we might want to be a, a little prepared. Yeah, It doesn't know. mean, in my opinion, to, you know, go all um, go all out. Right, like but, nuclear winter kind of prepping. Yeah. You know, if you are on a well and septic, mm-hmm. your well is powered by a pump. To yeah. get the water out of the ground right. and into your sink, you need electricity. Yeah. And if the power goes out and you don't have a generator backing that up, then you're, you know, out of luck. Exactly. Our electricity, it just affects everything in our daily lives. So, look, okay. So, look at what happens when the I cell know. phone goes dead. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you just kind of feel, oh, no. Yeah. Our financial institutions will be all froze up computer i mean let's i mean the computer system that alone is a whole another problem okay so these are reasons why just at least be as prepared as you can be uh, even at a minimal yeah. I, I would venture to guess that people who can hear my voice right now there are probably very few of them who are actually prepped because mm-hmm. i don't think people who are actually preppers are looking for our podcast 
<laughs> I don't know why. I think they're busy doing other things. Like they you can know, just take one look at our little thumbnail picture and be like, yeah, yeah I don't think so. No. <laughs> they're making yarn and wax, you know, and uh, you know, whatever yeast things like that. Yeah. All right. Um. So I do want to. I do want to encourage everybody to. Uh, listen all the way to the end to our call to action. And I'm hopeful that everybody will do it. All right. Ways to prep. Let's okay. talk about it. All right. What do you think? Well, you can prepare by having some cash uh, stashed away in your home. But it. I've also read that you may need a credit card as well because some places might only be able to take credit cards yeah. in terms of, you know, your forms of payment. Mm. You would think that cash would be what's required, but it might not be. How much so, cash do you think? I don't know. I really don't. And I didn't find anything that had a reasonable amount or even a, like the suggestions were all over the place for what I found. Yeah. So I, if you have, I think it all depends on how many people are in your home. How many people do you want to help in a situation where we have an outage? So you know, think beyond yourself and think about others. It all depends on that. I think if you were to do um, kind of like a math problem to figure out how much you would need, maybe add up how much it would cost you to fill up your vehicles with gas Mm -hmm. so that you're, you know, able to do that with cash if gas stations are open. And also how much it would cost you to buy things like ice, you know, to put in coolers Mm -hmm. or water um, and food. And so maybe that's a few hundred dollars. I don't know. Yeah. And again, think outwardly. Think about who else you can possibly help. Yeah. Okay. So you should have water for every person in your home. Yeah, they give you an amount. It's an insane amount. It's like a gallon per person per day. Yeah, I read two gallons. That's a lot. Oh, yeah, for sure. When we had seven people in our house, mm -hmm. you'd think I'm going to sit aside... (laughs) 14 gallons of water that's okay day. you could get this kit that will purify water oh so then you don't necessarily have to have these jugs of water laying around you but you have that. to get water to put in the purification system well, thing yeah but you could go down to a creek or something like Ugh. that well that's why it's a filtration thing <laughs> um you should have online ki- or buy an online kit of antibiotics Oh, I didn't know you could do that. I didn't either till looking into this. Ooh. Yes. You should have your bug out bag, which is going to have like your first aid kit. It, it should have a life straw in it. So I'm going to read to you what some Maureen, she is my daughter's future mother-in-law. So it's her fiance's mom. And I knew that she was prepping. And so I contacted her. And it's funny because she starts out her message back to me. Oh, girl, you came to the right place. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, clean drinking water is essential, all in capital letters. Yeah. I have a big uh, Berkey water filter, which then I did look look that up. It's 99.9% effective filtering out radioactive materials. Oh, wow. Which I hadn't thought of. Uh, parasites, viruses, etc. Okay, pause for a moment because mm-hmm. that could be very important. Remember the town in Ohio where they had that train derailment? Yes. It just happened recently yes. and all these yep. toxic fumes were in the air. Would you want to drink that water? So 
you may want to have something that would filter out right toxins like that. Exactly. Okay, I got to write this down. I'm going to put it in the show notes. It's called a Berkey water it's filtration. Berkey water. Yeah, Berkey water filter. Okay, water filter. I will put it in the show notes, friends. Okay. All right, go ahead. Next. Uh, she says, next, I would purchase an online kit of antibiotics from websites sponsored by, are you ready? Yeah. SHTF. So that's like um, ship, hat, Tommy, Fred. Do you know what that stands for? No. <laughs> Hits the fan. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> That's what it stands for. I'm so naive. Oh my gosh. I'm like, because it says, okay, from websites sponsored by SHTIF doctors. So I, I guess I'm trying to cover my base. <laughs> oh, that's. Funny. I had to look it up myself because I, I saw it all over the place oh, when I was gosh. researching preppers. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Okay, so you didn't know either. No, I just okay. Googled it. What is it? And then Google told me. And she gave me a link for jacemedical.com, and they have antibiotic kits to fight common viruses and illnesses, things like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she says that your bug out bag should include freeze dried foods, medicine, maps, and um, that's when she had said the life straw thing. And so about the maps. Yeah, let's talk about I, maps. Everybody should have a detailed, updated map. And you should know how to read it. Uh, this is just me saying this. <laughs> you should know how to read it. Because you ain't going to have no GPS. Right. And you may even want to take some side roads and things like that that are not going to be as clogged up as your major interstates and highways. So get Well, familiar. I heard that you should have local maps. Because yes, yes. the chances of us bugging out or getting out or whatever more than 100 miles from our home mm -hmm. is kind of remote. You know, like the chances of us having to leave and go real a far distance is like if it's nuclear war or I, I don't know. I can't even imagine what the scenario would be. I, I, th I really think you should have both. You should definitely have a detailed local map, but you should also have an updated interstate map in case the whole like we're in the midwest say there's um a, a catastrophic i don't know earthquake they say we're in a big fault line right here and you need yeah. to hightail it out to a relatives or something okay you know what i would want to know then i would want to know where is the best water source within walking distance of where i am right now where is it hmm the best one because you know what i don't want Mm -hmm. That little pond over there that's got the green scum all over it well, that the have, water doesn't move. If you have the Berkey thing, you can use that water. Okay, but if I ask around, ask ask Maureen, ask her I right will. now. Text her now and see if she answers back. Where's the best water supply closest to us of moving water yes. so it's not disgusting? Because I don't put that on a map. Water. Moving water. I got you. Stream. <laughs> supply. Where's the best water Not supply. stagnant. <laughs> not by the Piatone Park, not that one with the lily pads on it and all that. Yeah, but there could be dead bodies in there. You don't know. Uh huh. <laughs> I think she's off work too because she's got her foot oh, in a that's boot. Right. I hope think. you feel better, Maureen. Mm -hmm. I wish we knew how to bring somebody on as a guest. We're gonna figure we'll that figure out, it out next yeah. year. Anyway, all right. What else you got? 
Uh, let's see. Um, safe heaters for the home. So I think you can use kerosene um, heaters inside the home without it, you know, causing any kind of damage. A hand crank radio. A, well, I said that already. Detailed map. How-to books, like in the event that you have to eat the, the wild outside. Okay. We the have mushrooms. squirrels. We have squirrels everywhere in our neighborhood. Yeah. Well, if you just want, don't want to eat the rodents, <laughs> then you may want to know which mushrooms you can eat and which you can't. I have mushrooms Things, in my yard. Yeah. They they pop up in the landscaping. They're kind of everywhere. And some are delicious. Yeah. But I don't know which ones they are. Right. I would I don't never either. be able to tell you that. No. And there's not going to be no Google. Well, so I won't be able to use, I have a little app on my oh, phone right, and it identifies do. the plants and tells you all these things. But if your phone is dead or down, you're not going to be able to do that. So you know how many people are going to be crawling out of their skin just from FOMO? Of- Tracy, <laughs> I know you'll be one. Yes. <laughs> but we should have these how-to books. Okay. Okay. Right. Physical books. Physical books. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Put that on my list. Uh, what else do I have? That's all I have on this list. But when I go to this website here, and while I do that, you can read off of your the FEMA list. Yeah. All right. I found I went I went to YouTube as I often do because mm. I like to watch videos and listen uh-huh. to people talking about different topics. And so I found one that this guy was giving the FEMA. Top 10 things that everybody should have okay. in some kind of a go bag or bug out bag or whatever they call it. Number one is oh, a in light. the bag. Oh, well, yes. You, well, you put it all together in a bag because it, you grab the bag and go. Okay. That's I the have point. a mix of what should be in your bag and then what you should have in your home. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is like something that... To evacuate. Like, let's say, for example, there is uh, some reason that you got to get out. Like, the train that goes through your town derails, and they think that it might have toxic fumes, and you got to get out. Like, today, like you don't have 10 minutes to get out. All right. You grab this bag, you get in your car, and you start heading out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you need some sort of light source. Yes. And they recommended um, headlamp with fresh batteries, you know, or an extra batteries. I have those from the post office. <laughs> What batteries or the head? The headlight. Oh, you had one of those. Oh, I've got pepper spray from them. (laughs) Well, dog spray. Um, Yeah, I've got one of those. Well, everybody should have one. Yes. You know, and I actually thought about what a nice gift that would be for Muffin when he's got his, you know, uh, head inside the car. Didn't you give him one? I did, but it clipped onto his hat. It was a super cheap one that just like clipped onto his hat and he dropped it and it broke or something happened to it. Mm. But this is a headlamp that you would, it's like elastic and you put it on your head and it has batteries and it it shines. It's like an emergency thing. I've seen like the geek on 16 candles. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's got different settings. So if you, the the one that I found on Amazon, it comes with two of them and Mm -hmm. it's like 10 bucks or something for each one. So $20 total. And you can keep one in the car and one in the house so that if you're on the road and you get a flat tire, you can put it on the emergency mode Mm. and flag down a cop or something. Okay. All right. So there's that. That's number one. Number two, a whistle. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Easy peasy. That I do have. you know, we've all seen Titanic. (laughs) Jack. (laughs) Yeah. If not for that whistle, man, she'd be dead. My Uh, aunt gave each one of us one when we were um, camping out in the primitive way out in Colorado and she yeah. gave each one of us a loud big whistle for you know oh. in case the bears come near. you know side note my my second son Luke he's 31 he went 
uh, hiking in Colorado not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I had all these bad thoughts like mm. moms do sometimes. Yeah. Like he's going to get lost. He told me that he was going to hike this 14 teener or how do they call it? Mm. 14,000 feet. Okay. 14 teener. Oh, 14 teener. <laughs> I don't know what they say, but it's some sort of a big accomplishment. And I'm like, oh, you're going to do that by yourself? He goes, yeah, I think I am. And all I could imagine is him lost yeah. on a mountain. Nobody can find him. Or just the elevation getting to him. Yeah, he didn't do it. Out. He didn't do it, thank goodness. But yeah. I wanted to send him a whistle. But I was like, Tracy, he's a grown man. Let him be grown. Yeah. We, anyway, anyway, get a whistle, friends. Just telling you. Mm-hmm. Listen to your mother. Uh, number three, a dust mask. So some kind oh. of like an N95 oh. mask that would keep dust out. So oh, if there's gosh. some sort of big explosion, uh huh, yeah, you know that Lahaina fire that happened in Maui mm. recently, a lot of toxins were tossed up in the air with all that fire. Okay, I just had a thought. Mm-hmm. We have this extra backpack in our closet, and I've been debating whether or not to talk to Kenny about getting rid of it. He won it at where he used to work, and so it has that company logo on it, so I hate it because it has it on there. Yeah. And anyway... I thought, why are we keeping this around if it's just, we're not using it. But now I'm thinking, as soon as you said the mask, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't think of that. You make that your bug out bag. Make that my bug out bag, yeah. Yeah, and they claim that your bag that you put your things in should be easy for you to grab, put on your back, Mm -hmm. or if it has wheels, all the better that you can cart it along, whatever. Right. Okay, so we got the light situation, the whistle, the dust mask. Number four, physical map of the local area. Find out where that water source is so that you can go get yourself some. Mm -hmm. Number five, a manual can opener. Uh, Very good. Yep. And a good one that won't break. Number six, I thought this was interesting that FEMA said this. Games to keep your mind busy. I saw that too. Like cards and Uno. So you won't go nuts. Yeah, I saw that. They can't handle a lot of nut people. Mm -hmm. All right. Number seven, a medical emergency kit. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can look those up on uh, Amazon. Number eight, supplies for your pets. Don't forget. Oops. Yeah. Don't that was forget. Maureen, Maureen said that too. She said, we can't forget our furry friends. I was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to bring supplies for your pets. So Forgot medication, you got to have all the medication. And by the way, you should have your own medication. Yeah. You know, at least like a list of your meds because sometimes people are on different meds and they may forget one or something. Mm -hmm. So have a list of your meds there so that you can at least go to a local pharmacy if your house got thrown away by a tornado, whatever, you can get it. Okay, number nine, a wrench or pliers. Oh, yeah, that would be... Is duct tape on there? No, but that sounds like a murder kit. That should... (laughs) The duct tape? Duct tape should be on... That should be in there. Yeah, duct tape is pretty darn handy. Yeah. Okay, and then number 10 is communication, emergency radio, solar, or crank power. Yes. So that you can hear what's going on. Yes, that's so it's similar to this. Um, this one is not only for your bug out bag, but um, in the event that there's, I don't know, some kind of crisis, you should have lighting, like a lantern or something like that. If it's battery operated, there's special batteries. I'm not going to go into all of them, but you can look it up. There are um, special batteries that are going to last a lot longer for these mm-hmm. devices. And I got rid of flashlights thinking, we don't need those. We got them on our phone a long time ago. But up pops more. Well, Kenny had some in his tool thing. And so we do have flashlights that are ready. And we do, believe it or not, we keep up on our batteries. Yeah. 
all the sizes. We just have a place in our our one drawer that um, has all the yeah. different size batteries. So, of course, batteries is on there. Water is on there. Um, your toilets. So, it says, that now again, this is if you're home, flush your toilets right away before the power is out. If you suspect it's going out, like sometimes you'll get those indications where it'll go yeah. low and things like that. Because when the power grid fails, your toilet might not work. So you may be on a septic or sewer system that's on power as well. And that stuff can back up. So it says to know where your poop goes. So you can prepare. (laughs) Oh, I know. It says it might be necessary to poop on newspaper. Oh, gosh. It's inhumane. Right. It's like a dog. It says that you might even need a folding commode. Like you're camping? Yeah, it actually (laughs) also says... I'll I'll save it for the end. Okay. I'll save it for the end. Also, your garbage, because your garbage pickup might be disrupted. These are things that I wouldn't have thought of, right? It says that have like a barrel that you can burn your garbage in because it piles up very quickly. And also, if you're wanting to save on using water by using paper plates and plastic utensils and things, then you're going to have more garbage. I see. So, lots to think about. Um, Backup power, they're suggesting this Champion dual fuel generator. But Maureen had said that some generators might not work. So then she suggested this, I, I don't know what it is. It's some device that is, I think it's not powered by gas, but some other way. Now I don't have it in front of me. It's probably solar powered. Yeah, they or have battery. A, they have a bunch of solar powered generators so that, you know, obviously if you can't get a hold of gas, a gas powered generator is not going to do any good. Yeah. You know, one thing that I would suggest that everyone do all the time mm-hmm. is keep your gas tank filled. Right. Don't go below and three quarters of a tank and definitely don't go below half. Just just be in the habit of keeping your gas tank either at three quarters or full. And I don't know what you do if you have one of those electric cars and you have to charge it up. You're to, SOL. I, I think you're you're I SOL. think so. I don't That's know. It. What are you going to do? Done so. Get your, I think everyone should get a golf cart. Get out the Uno cards because <laughs> <laughs> you're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, one, and this is not on the list, but one thing I was thinking of when you were saying with the bug out bag. Yeah. The um, flint and oh yeah thing. That should be on there. Like those things to start a fire. I have one. It should that Dave be. Dave Maui gave me. Yeah. And a knife. You need a, you need a knife. Yeah. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, food. You should have um, freeze-dried food. And there are certain foods, I did not know this, that can last, if they're stored properly, up to 25 years. And that was like yeah. white, white rice, yeah, certain beans, uh, noodles, like pasta. That's what you're would, getting in all those kits. If you look online, you can buy like a kit of food for four people for 25 years or something like that. Yeah, it's It's crazy. all beans and rice and stuff that never goes bad. Wait, back up to Mm freeze-dried. Like, what is freeze-dried? Is it frozen or is it just dry and you just, like, is it beef jerky type stuff? What is it? I don't know, but I do, I think it's this, well, you can Google it, but I think that it's just um, dehydrated food. It's not, maybe it is frozen. I don't know. Or make your own freeze-dried food, but read home freeze-drying before you buy freeze-dryer. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Jumping ahead, 
cooking off-grid cooking supplies. They're kind of like camping things like portable butane stove. I don't know if you can use that in the house, but at least you have that option. And as you pointed out with your cell phone, there are solar chargers. There's a thing called Anchor Battery Pack, first aid supplies, which we said that, and it should have your thyroid meds, inhalers, insulin, over-the-counter stuff, adrenaline, like your EpiPen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about Kenny, and he cannot breathe without the CPAP machine. So you definitely I, need a generator. We do. Yeah, we do. Because if you just have some kind of a lightning storm or snowstorm where the power's out, he's not going to be able to sleep. You know, I watched the show. I'm looking for the name of it. I forget. It's called Something Preppers. I watched. Oh, here it is. Full episode. It's called Doomsday Preppers. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, this is on A&E. Most of the Mm -hmm. uh, lead characters on these episodes have long beards, if that tells you anything. (laughs) Long, gray beards. (laughs) And they aren't selling duck calls, you know. It's not the, you know, the duck call people. And I watched this one episode of this guy, and he had a bunker. Mm. Does Maureen have a bunker? Oh, uh, no, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the if works. If it's in the works, right. Okay, well, this guy spent like two years building this bunker. It's completely underground, mm-hmm. okay, where you, like, it's not visible from the surface. Okay. It has some sort of secret hatch that mm-hmm. you all go down into. And you know, my claustrophobia was kicking in just mm-hmm. like looking at it. Mm-hmm. And he has a f- big old family and they, they were doing a drill. So they were going to go into this bunker for 24 hours. Oh. as a drill okay. to practice right uh, mm-hmm. and so so he gets them all in there and then they hear something outside and you i can tell it's made up they yeah. did this for the sake of this tv show oh really because the guy says you know if somebody's coming into your bunker you got to have your gun with you you know and so he goes up to see who it is you know uh-huh. and the power went out and right as he goes to see yeah and and the power went out, and so he's got his gun ready. Mm-hmm. And here, the generator ran out of gas. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way. There's no uh-huh. way that somebody's going to spend two years making a bunker, have the generator run out of gas, and he's going to publicize this to the yeah. whole world. Yeah. Here's my bunker. <laughs> no. It's a fail. No, because if you're going to have an underground bunker, you you're going to hide it. You better not tell a single person right. about it. Right. Yeah. You just hide under there. Well, and that's what they're saying, too, about if you have um, a whole bunch of food that you have stored up, you know, like in a bunker or whatever, yeah, it's probably not good to tell everybody because you might get raided. Yeah. People do desperate things when they're in desperate situations. And that's what they were saying all around, all over like the web when I was reading all this stuff. If somebody's children are starving, Mm -hmm. that's a mama bear and a papa bear that's willing to do anything. Right. So... Is all of this kind of like what The Hunger Games is based on? I don't know. I never saw The Hunger Games. I didn't, but my kids did. I think Kenny did, and they were all into it. And I think it is about the government, like... Um, yeah, but they're blue lizards. It's all made up. It's not, not real. Not that. That's Hunger Games, isn't it? That's, <laughs> no, that's Avatar. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Hunger Games. No, that's different. Oh, okay. Okay, And sorry. I think it's called that because, like, the government has taken away everything. And oh. these people have to survive. Okay. And something like that. I don't have time to watch the Hunger Games. You know, I was too busy just surviving myself. Yeah. Let alone watching that. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Um... I can't think of anything else. 
Okay, let me you look at my we're, list. We're a little bit blasé about the whole thing. Let me look at my list. Okay. We talked about prepping, what it is, why you should do it. We talked about ways to get prepped. You know, get yourself a bug out bag and put some stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And just put something in there to make your life like like okay. I here's how I here's how I want to think about yes. it. Yes. I don't want to think about the aliens coming. No. no. I don't want to think about that. Cuz if that happens, just I don't know. Me neither. Okay, so and there's that. This, I won't, wait, I'm not done. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Hold on. I don't want to think about the zombie apocalypse. It's not going to happen. No. There's going to be no zombies. I have never even... I hate those movies that are end of the world, the Armageddon, you know, um, sci-fi type things like that anyway. Yeah. So the whole subject to me is... Um, hopefully in perspective. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, the other thing about like nuclear war mm-hmm. or something like that, that I'm hopeful is never going to happen. I mean, we're under threat of that constantly. However, hopefully the cooler heads will prevail and, and none of that will be let loose. So let's go down a notch. So we're not up here in this catastrophic you know, sphere. Let's go down to how about if the power is out for three days? How can you just be a little more comfortable? Yeah. Think about that. And then get yourself set up for that. Right. Because if there is something that is more catastrophic or, or so forth, and you're the only one surviving, well, what good is that? I know. <laughs> Everybody else is, you know, in a bad way. What are you going to do? So there's that. Also, we forgot to mention, mm-hmm. my bug out bag would have to have coffee mm-hmm. and a, a percolator or something so that I could brew it or a coffee press, which I just picked up actually oh did you get a french press i did oh good for you no my brother uses that it's pretty good mm-hmm. all right i'm looking up the scripture romans 14 23 says this are we ready for the scripture did you have anything else think to say we were well i think we want to give more on our perspective on the whole thing don't okay, we well what other what other things did you want to say Okay, well, I, I just want to say, you know, we could say the sky is falling and we we are vulnerable, like I said earlier, yeah. to any kind of um, catastrophe. We've we've gone through COVID. Yeah. We've experienced shortages and things like that. But if I think it's wise to be prepared, like we were saying, to a certain extent, it is. but to not do it in fear. What are you laughing about? <laughs> Don't be motivated by fear. <laughs> I'm laughing about us <laughs> during COVID. Don't you remember when my brother told me that there was going to be no Tylenol? He said, oh my Remember? Gosh, he told yes. me like in two days, there's going to be no Tylenol anywhere. And we yes. ran up to the pharmacy. <laughs> and you don't even take I don't. anything. And you bought these two big I bottles. Don't. I had to get rid of it all because it was all just sitting there. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you were just saying, like, don't have fear. Don't worry. Well, don't and then as motivated. soon as we thought there was going to be no Tylenol, we're running up to get it. That's true. Yeah. That's the thing, though, with a crisis mm-hmm. and with human behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can say what you think you'll, how you think you'll react. However, when push comes to shove, and sometimes that's a literal thing, you may find yourself in a position of reacting in a way that you, you know, not really proud of. That's true, but as I as I say, we have we've got a taste of it already. And yeah. what if what if COVID was just a test? You know, the whole oh, pandemic. What if that? So well, what if it wasn't? Nonetheless, we don't want to be motivated by fear. And then in in when we prepare, let's prepare for our whole community, not just ourselves. 
you know, yeah. and not not only our own families, but let's try to survive as a community, maybe even country. You know, and move forward. And I think the essentials are essential. So obviously, water is going to be your number one priority. Mm-hmm. So get yourself set up with plenty of water or a way to, you know, purify it. So that's number one. And then food too. You know, you yeah. have some food. Try to be a sharer. Yeah. As much as you can. Don't forget the toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> Stinking COVID. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. All right. I agree with all all what you said. So that's my perspective too. Same. Okay. <laughs> all right. You ready for the scripture? Yeah. Romans 14, 23 says, but whatever, but whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats because the eating is not from faith. Tell our listeners why you chose that verse. Yeah, and it it ends with, and everything that does not come from faith is sin. Well, I chose it because, so that's referring to unclean food, mm-hmm. but I chose it because it's still, the motivation there is based on doubt and fear. In a way, they are condemned if they're just, if they're not eating it from, from faith, you know, and yeah. not doing it in good faith. Yeah, so don't panic. Have faith. Yeah. God is there. Mm-hmm. He's in it. He will provide. And, and he does. And he trust has. trust is in him, yeah. Uh, another scripture that Catherine suggested was um, Exodus 16, verse 16. It says this, This is what the Lord has commanded. Everyone is to gather as much as they need. Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. So basically not to hoard Right. Don't be stingy. Right. God will provide each day the daily bread mm, that you need. The manna. Don't take any more. Yep. Except for on Saturday. Because <laughs> Sunday you don't have to gather. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. All right. Call to action. Don't be motivated by fear. Fear is such a powerful emotion. And it really does um, evoke behavior in humans. You know. Sure does. Woo, does it ever. So don't let it motivate you. Take reasonable steps to mitigate losses. So you think about you and you think about your husband or your wife or your um, children, your neighbors. Think about you and your situation and at least get prepared enough that you'd be cool. You'd be fine for three days. So the power's out. Yeah. Do that. Beyond that, well. Trust the Lord. Read your how-to books. <laughs> get your Eat Uno the grass. cards. Don't eat the fertilized gas. Grass, I mean. Okay. All right, friends. That's it. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Life Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.